When you bring your child home for the first time, you want a baby monitor you can trust. When you choose Stork, you choose technology trusted to monitor 10 million babies in hospitals every year. Stork continuously tracks your baby's pulse rate, oxygen saturation, and temperature. Visit MassimoStork.com to learn more. Stork, a revolutionary baby monitor, is born. Stork is not a medical device. Read and understand all product labeling. Massimo data on file. Parenting is expensive. Some estimates put the cost of raising a child through age 18 at more than $250,000. But what if there were ways to reduce the costs while still providing everything you need for your family? Not everything for baby needs to be brand new, but how do you know what does and what doesn't? I'm Jenna Humora, parenting expert, and today we're talking about what you need to buy new and what you can get secondhand. This is Parent Savers. Faster than a speeding toddler. Sit still for just a minute. Can soothe boo-boos with a gentle kiss. Would you get down from there? Able to clean poopy bottoms in a single swipe. Oh, what did you eat? Turning frazzled mommies and daddies into procreators of peace and harmony. Ah, quit touching me. It's Parent Savers, empowering new parents everywhere. Welcome, everybody, to Parent Savers, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. Parent Savers is your online, on-the-go support group for parents with infants and toddlers. I'm your host, John O'Reill. Happy to be back talking about Parent Savers and back on the show. Woo-hoo. Thanks so much to all, of your lo- to all of our loyal listeners who join us every time a new episode is released. And for those of you who continue the conversations with us on Facebook and Twitter, make sure to check out the Parent Savers app so you can listen to all of our episodes wherever you go as soon as they're released or on demand whenever you want to check them out. Uh, there's always great stuff going on with Parent Savers and in the whole world of New Mommy Media. So Sonny, who's the head of New Mommy Media, is going to tell you guys all about how you can get involved in the show or in any of the other shows. All right. So we have some different segments that you guys will probably want to get involved with because they're lots of fun. And uh, one is called Parenting Oops. So we're looking for your funny stories that you have about things that you've done with your little kids or that's happened to you. We all have some doozies. So um, we want to share those on the show. So that's one way you can get involved. We have an app. Ask the Experts segment, where any of our experts that have been on our show, and also we have a select team of experts, um, can answer your questions. So again, whatever questions you have going on in your life, um, well, related to parenting, let me specify, (laughs) related to parenting, (laughs) go ahead and send that in to us, and we'll get those questions answered, and we'll also put it on a future episode so other parents can benefit from it. So the way you submit to those, you can either go to our website at newmommymedia.com, go to the contact link and email us. You can post stuff on our Facebook page for Parent Savers, that's fine too, or if you actually want to tell your story yourself or ask the question yourself um, with your own voice, you can call our voicemail at 619-866-4775. And then that way you'll actually be on the show yourself telling your own story and we'll play it um, you know, as it records. So those are a couple different ways you can get involved. Awesome. Those are great. And we love hearing about parenting oops. It makes us all yes, feel, feel better normal. about our own oopses. <laughs> um, so uh, let's... Uh, Talk about who's in the room. Sunny uh, was just speaking, but yes. you want to remind everyone. You're yes, who I am, yeah, what exactly. I do, how many kids I have. Yes. Uh, yeah, so I'm Sunny. So um, I run New Mommy Media, which produces Parent Savers, uh, Preggy Pals, which is our pregnancy show, Twin Talks, which is all about twins, uh, The Boob Group, which is about breastfeeding. There's a long list, isn't there? And then we have a brand new show called Newbies, which is focused on uh, moms during that first year of life with their babies. And so that keeps me pretty busy. I have four babies at home. My oldest just turned five and is in kindergarten, a boy. I have a three-year-old son, and then I have identical twin girls who are about 22 months old. Wow. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Breathe. (laughs) Nice. So, yes, Sunny, we all uh, admire, maybe admire, uh, we 
we'll, we'll say admire, appreciate for uh, all the work that you do. Um, and so I'm Jonner. Uh, I'm 41. Uh, we have three boys, an eight-year-old, a six-year-old, and a four-year-old. And I'm happy to be back hosting the podcast, but I also do some uh, PR for video games and apps as my day job. Uh, Alicia is also joining us in the studio. Hello. Hello. I'm Alicia. I work full-time as a director of training and on-site services for an employee assistance program, and I have four children. My girls are 10 and 8, and my boys are 6 and 3. Nice. Yes. Admiration. Admiration is the yes. right word. I admire all you guys. It's an exciting I feel like life. I have the, uh, the, easy, the easy job yeah. over here. I'm, I'm Jenny Humora, and I'm the um, community manager for Close 5, and I have... Two children. They are eight and nine. My daughter Mallory's nine. My son Gage is eight, and they are a piece of cake right now. So for <laughs> everybody who has little ones, it does get so easy. I mean, uh-huh. seriously, when I leave here, I'll be throwing a, a bridal shower, and they are cleaning the house. Oh my god! <laughs> they are yes, and they I don't they, believe and you. they made a salad this morning too. That is awesome. I mean. Wow. And they're, they're really sweet, too. So That's great. <laughs> yeah. That's great. All right, well, definitely looking forward to the conversation. When you bring your child home for the first time, you want a baby monitor you can trust. When you choose Stork, you choose technology trusted to monitor 10 million babies in hospitals every year. Stork continuously tracks your baby's pulse rate, oxygen saturation, and temperature. Visit MassimoStork.com to learn more. Stork, a revolutionary baby monitor, is born. Stork is not a medical device. Read and understand all product labeling. Massimo data on file. All right, so before we start today's show, we are going to do an app review, and we're going to talk about an app called Close 5, C-L-O-S-E 5, the number 5, and if you don't already have it on your phone, you should probably check it out. It's free to download. It's available on Android and iOS, and it's basically a different look at classifieds, a way to make it a little more simple and uh, to really use your app for you know putting classifieds out there for different stuff you have around your home, um, help you find items for sale specifically in your neighborhood. So that's where the five part comes in. Around five miles from your house, you can extend that if you want, if you want to search for a little bit further away. Uh, but again, a great way to find out what's happening in your neighborhood as far as what's uh, being sold. And um, you know, you can sell to people obviously in your neighborhood as well. You can sign in through your email or through Facebook. So it's pretty easy to sign up. And you can list your items. You don't actually need to list a price or a description. They have a private chat. So uh, once your offer is accepted, you can chat privately and discuss all those meetup details, which I know as parents we're a little concerned about because the whole safety factor of stuff. So you don't need to automatically list your phone or email or all of that. It can completely be done through the app. And then the ads are also monitored by a community team. So those are some of the nuggets that I that I took out of it when I first checked out this app. And we're fortunate because Jenny here is the community manager for Close 5. And so we wanted to chat with her a little bit uh, about some of the benefits of using the app. And obviously this ties in really well with our topic today of buying new versus hand-me-down. So, uh, Jenny, did I give a pretty good Funny. explanation? Do you work for Close 5? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Well, <laughs> just a user, really. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you. Sure. Thank you. Uh, well, we really, you said it all. It's kind of like a garage sale on your phone. And, and as you know, most of us are on our phones more in a day than we're on our computer. And um, so what's really cool about it is if you're trying to list an item for sale, you just snap a photo as you would and as you do all day long on your phone, and you can really quickly within seconds have it listed on your profile and um, 
you know, you mentioned the safety characteristics, and that's super important to families or anybody in general. So we do have a customer service team. Not only are they monitoring everything that's happening on the app, they're reachable. You know, I don't know if you've ever noticed, but you can't reach a lot of people through Facebook or whatever. There are certain... Uh, businesses that don't have a customer service team, but we do. They're there. They like they'll answer your emails. They'll, um, you know, respond to Facebook posts and whatnot. And so that that gives a sense of comfort to everyone. And then the other thing is, it's so easy that for anyone who has been reluctant to try resale, just sit there and browse on your phone. Okay, so you're not walking into a consignment store and and being overwhelmed with what's available and you're not, you know, having to go to drive around to yard sales or even go to the swap meets. You can easily see what's available on your phone and you can kind of see what's popular. And if you have something that seems popular in your closet, list it and, and see what happens. Right. I usually do that with like Amazon and stuff. So now I need to, you know, get in the habit of going to Close Five and checking out all the stuff in my neighborhood, right? Because I give Amazon way too much money. Well, I mean, and and I mean, the, the appeal of Amazon sometimes is that it's really quick, but also yeah. I know when I'm searching on for other classified sites or whatever, I pretty much just type in my neighborhood right. as part of the search term or the next one. So it's really neat that this is automatically pulling them up based on your location the ones that are close. And that way you're not driving long distances to go pick up your item. You're certainly not shipping to right, or, exactly. or having to have something shipped to you. Um, yeah, and I've, I've met lots of women here in San Diego who, you know, bought things that from neighbors that they really didn't know, but yeah. now they do. <laughs> Thanks for that crib, you know. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then you find out that you have some things in common or, yeah, yeah. that's great. And, you know, no matter where you live, right here in San Diego, we don't have a lot of space. And it is important to kind of get things out that your children have outgrown. But probably across the country, people feel the same way. You know, we don't need those giant extra saucers hanging around when the kids are, are out of them. And it's very nice to donate them. But the thing is, is when you sell a, you know, in good condition item, you've recouped some money and then you can use that for your Christmas shopping later this year or, um, you know, to buy something new and new and improved for your kids. I feel like I'm always trying to, you know, get the old stuff out of the house as a parent, you know, all the old clothes that I know we're not going to use anymore or, you know, my girls, you know, are, are done now with the exorcer and any of those standing kind of toys, you know, that help you learn. And I'm like, okay, we're done. Let's get it out of the house. It's like extra clutter and stuff like that. Well, you so. know what? I mean, obviously parenting is very stressful. Yes. But part of the stress is the clutter. Yeah. And when you can kind of alleviate that and streamline your life a little bit better um it just helps helps the family flow totally and and just wanted to mention real quickly that they do have different categories on here and baby and kids is one of them so if you just wanted to search for baby and kids items yep you definitely could do that all right well we'll put a link to it on our website and give you guys some more information about it but again it is free and it's called close five available on android and ios first the bad news SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI.
We've covered a broad range of topics through the years on Parent Savers, but I think this one might actually be the most true to our name. Today we're talking about how we can save parents money by looking at what you can buy new versus hand-me-down. Especially for you first-time parents, hopefully this episode's really useful, um, but also for those of you that may be going through it again uh, and want some other sort of perspectives on you know your experience, but we've got, a, we've got a lot of kids between all of us here in this room, so definitely looking forward to the conversation. Our expert is Jenny Humora, the community manager for Close 5. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you. So let's jump right into it. Let's talk about some of the best things for parents to consider buying used um, or as hand-me-downs. Um, what do you think one of the best things it is for people to get? Well, you had mentioned clothing. Yes, the clothing is something that pops to my mind. We talked a little bit about Kids before. outgrow clothing super quick. Yes. Okay, so, and the thing is, is when you are willing to shop resale for clothing, a lot of times the items can be new with tags on. So why go to the store and pay full price, you know, $20 for a little cute outfit when you could find it new with tags on? The baby might have been born too big to even wear that outfit. That happens sometimes. Yeah. You know, you buy the preemie and the baby is a 10 pounder um so you can get that for just a couple dollars you know usually yeah and i don't know if you guys have this experience but for like especially even like the two-year-old there's so many sort of clothes in the rotation that i mean if you even just count out the days of the week and say well even if we didn't do laundry for two or three weeks You're there's still, still so many clothes yes. in there so sometimes there's clothes that either don't get worn yeah, or they only get worn a few times, so it's maddening if you think about having to spend full price. Especially for all because of those. you might have bought, you know, you might be taking a baby with you to a wedding, bought a special outfit, but is it practical for that child to be wearing the dress right. that she won't out you know, that she'll outgrow in the next couple of months? No, so it's probably already only worn once. On the flip side, though, babies are super messy, and then they can get your items can be stained and ruined, and uh, you know. So, of course, if anyone who's wanting to sell items, you you want to make sure that you're kind of keeping the nice items separate from the the spit up items. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and I found that when reselling clothing. Um, Looking at it in sunlight really shows That's off if it has great. any stains or anything. In the house, you can't really tell, but as mm-hmm. soon as you're near a window or That's something, true. you can tell that. That's, I think usually we end up, they get in the sunlight wearing the clothes, and we, oh, I forgot that one. Yes, always. <laughs> <laughs> Another uh, cool way to sell items is in lots, and that means, you know, all your six-month clothing lot in a in a box together. And so you're saying to someone, I'm going to sell this lot of clothing for $30 and it's not piece by piece. So as a parent looking to buy that, what's the value proposition on that? Um, well, I would say that, you know, there will be some items in there that you might not love, yeah. but it's just a way of, of getting um, a big chunk of stuff for a right. low price. As opposed to if you were trying to get all those pieces individually, yeah. it would be a lot more. And it's, it's just easier to, to move that way. So you'll, you know, if you look on different resale sites, you'll quite often see lots of this, lots of that. Like Legos, for example, is a super right. popular thing for people to want to buy. And it's actually not always for sale, but a lot of Legos or a lot of baby clothes. Similar brands, too. I noticed yes. if you look online, sometimes you can find a lot of Gymboree clothes. And if you know you tend to like that brand, then you can buy that size, you know, a whole lot of it for a really reasonable price mm-hmm. whereas in the store you're going to pay a lot of money for that but right. it's hard because i think especially going through it the first time you feel like oh i mean i mean i remember going to the store and like, oh that outfit's so cute oh, my goodness. to the point where we stop going to stores so yes. we don't see things that we think that's are one cute. of the things you learn as a parent though <laughs> you don't <laughs> exactly. actually walk into a store <laughs> right exactly and so i think especially well, with your child <laughs> <laughs> right and so i think clothes is definitely 
one that's great on the list. But, you know, the thing is, is that I think a lot of um, new parents do want those cute outfits. They want to buy things brand new. It's really when you've moved on to a second child or you're really struggling to, to raise your baby on a budget that you actually even look into resale. Mm-hmm. But one thing that no matter what your situation you should look at are large baby gear type items. So, for example, a stroller. Um they can cost $500, you know, brand new. But if you go um, look online, go look at the Close 5 app, mm-hmm. go to your neighborhood consignment shop, you will find really great quality strollers for, you know, 100 bucks, less than 100 bucks. The other thing that I think is with, so with strollers specifically, that it took us until after our first child to understand this. Uh, and I think that it's something that we'd love to get more people to understand is that with the stroller if you also if you go and you spend the money on a nicer stroller say if you want to if you want to get a double or I guess I don't want to say any brand names but um and you want to spend 400 bucks on a stroller or 350 bucks on a nice one used chances are if you take decent care of that you can sell that then when you're done with it for $300. Exactly. Right? And so your cost of use is not as high as that investment. You just have to kind of put the money out there. Yes, I have actually, there are certain brands that even in resale, they're only 50 to $100 less expensive Yeah, <laughs> because they they have such great quality. Yeah, they have such great quality and you can, and it, it took us a bit to, I think, understand that where when we were on the low end of trying to find the $50 stroller, for example, and it kind of, it tore, it didn't work out for us. And then we ended up investing in a higher end one and then we were able to sell it for a pretty good price. Mm-hmm. One thing I will say, though, that's hard to do when you're having your first baby is to know which stroller to buy. Yes. It helps to maybe borrow someone else's when you first have the baby and find out what fit you like. Um, I know it took us probably a couple of years to realize, and what we did, we were at Disneyland, and we realized we loved the rental stroller at Disneyland. We hated ours, which we had spent a ton of money on, and we loved that, and so I found out the brand and make and everything of that one and bought it, and I've had it for four years now and still... Like you said, we keep what it in good, good condition. Awesome. It's great. So I would actually suggest borrowing other people's strollers until you find the one that's right for you and your family and your activities. Yeah. That's a really great tip. The other thing about like Disneyland or like going to Legoland is you can see a lot of different kinds of strollers and baby gear. <laughs> and the and struggles. So, yeah, exactly. And you can kind of just shop with your eyes too. Even <laughs> that's if you so can't true. Try them. That's the other true. thing, um, you mentioned hand-me-downs. I know we didn't get into that too much, but... Um, if you have a friend who loves their stroller and they're in between babies, they'll sometimes let you use theirs while yours is growing and, till, and then just give it back once they you know, nice. are at that point again. And so as long as you take care of it again, mm-hmm. you can do that. And you can get a really nice stroller. I used a $600 stroller for a couple of years from a friend who... Um, Was between babies. Between babies. <laughs> wow. And in fact, in the end, I think when um, I was going to give it back to her, she decided they decided not to have any more. And so I think I kept the stroller for a while. So. <laughs> nice. You're a stroller expert. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, We're so very let, active. So. <laughs> let's talk about some other items then, Jenny, um, about some good things to get. So books. I, I think mm. I mentioned that I just got rid of a bunch of books. And um, sometimes kids will destroy books. But the ones that are in good shape, you will pay, you know, 5 to $10 brand new. And often you'll go to like the Parent Connection swap meet and you'll find them for 50 cents. And just yeah. flip through them real quick. You'll see they're in really great condition. And what's really fun, too, is um, when you're buying resale books, you're going to find um, titles that might not be like the, the current popular titles. They're maybe the ones from your childhood or, mm-hmm. you know, it's just a, a wider selection. 
um, that you might see otherwise. Yeah, so. it feels like sometimes when you go to uh, like a, a big brand store, it's sort of the same books in their limited bookshelf. And they're also trying to do a bunch of other, other baby items. So they have a little book section and it's the same. So yeah, well, not only is it a good deal, but you get exposed to My favorite books. book that we bought resale that I did not let go is a Dick and Jane book. You oh, know, nice. I, mean, oh, nice. I mean, they don't publicize those. No. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure yeah. somewhere, but, and I read that as a child and, you know, that was kind of like, I think in first grade, something that we were reading. <laughs> yeah. Another thing with books is if you find it gently used, by the time you get it home, your child could have gotten their hands on it within mm-hmm. five minutes. And if you've paid full price, it's very frustrating. But if you've bought Definitely. it resale, then you don't feel so bad. You know, you can't pass it on. Right. The inevitable, <laughs> for okay. our family, it was the inevitable middle child taking a bite out of whatever we just bought. <laughs> it happens, right? So ours was crayons, crayons all over the books, torn pages. You know, they flip oh, it fast yeah. and they rip it halfway. Well, up, that's so, kind of yeah. how it is in my house or has been in my house. But I've had books handed down to me from three boys, the same book that three different boys have handled and Mm -hmm. it was in great condition I'm like how did the mom manage to do that (laughs) and it just depends on the way you monitor your kids I guess Um, I I also like uh, the baby carriers and you know you're mentioning testing out strollers it is important to be able to test out baby carriers uh, different kinds of slings and whatnot that you can use and you know if you were to go to a consignment store their salespeople are are very knowledgeable about what's popular or, or how things work and you can go and try those on and so then something that was you know hundred or more dollars in uh, full price retail you can get at a really great price and um, that's not something that would get destroyed you know people tend to take good care yeah there's so many kinds of baby carriers now what about shoes you know yeah. I feel like people are split on that one I don't like used shoes myself, but just as we were saying about clothes in right. general, sometimes those shoes never fit the child. Sometimes they um, didn't like the, the mom got as yeah. a gift and didn't like the style. So, of course, if you're looking, you can probably find some really great quality shoes. Look at the bottom, and that'll tell you about the wear, yeah. <laughs> the and wear and tear. You need to get past the stigma that you maybe have about used shoes because what you probably are looking for used and you're able to get a better deal on is something that was either barely ever used or sometimes there's stuff that's still in the box i think most of my kids shoes are used honestly yeah yeah totally my boys i remember having like um some petty pads Mm -hmm. um with the kid that like we ended up either through gifts or because oh those are so cute they have little turtles and dinosaurs on them and then they barely ever wore them yeah Uh, well that's what i was gonna say some of those the little little shoes they don't even walk while they're wearing shoes that's what i was gonna say infant shoes should always be an infant shoe yeah bought resale (laughs) Totally. But one thing that I discovered that all of you with boys probably agree, my son at age four was putting holes in every pair of pants that he had. And I said, finally, I'm not going to buy any more new pants. I'm going to go to our my favorite consignment shop and find size four boy jeans used. And we'll just do this until you're out of this you know, phase of skidding on your knees constantly and they didn't have any and the woman from the shop told me you know age four is like the time where they just ruin their pants and people can't resell them because they have holes in them (laughs) (laughs) that's funny um all right we are rocking and rolling on this subject but i think we need to take a quick break um come back we're going to talk about some more items um as well as some items that you probably should be looking to get new the ones that you don't want to get secondhand um so we will be right back this episode is brought to you by bumble so 
You want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Welcome back, everybody. Today, we're talking about what items you should buy new versus hand-me-downs, hopefully staying very true to the Parent Saver's name. Uh, so, yeah, let's keep talking. We talked a little about clothes. Um, what about toys, though? Yeah. Toys is sort of like the big, giant And I just subject. I just remembered something that I had wanted to say, and it, oh, it oh, really, cool. reply, it really um, fits with toys. When you're buying something that you think you might want to pass on, especially if it's a large item or an expensive item that you, one of the valuable things that you thought you could make some resale money off of, mm-hmm. keep the boxes because it just displays so much nicer and in, keep the instructions too, if you can, for the different toys. And, you know, sometimes they, um, games, um, of course, need instructions, but you can actually find those a lot of times online. So if you happen to lose them or they get torn up, that's not the end of the world. But for some reason, when people are shopping resale, they really enjoy mm-hmm. things to look as new as possible. So put the box up on a shelf and put it back together when you're ready to get rid of it. We have a whole section in our closet that is just empty boxes for stuff (laughs) that we think that we're going to resell at some point. My my sons, they were having a hard time sleeping and they're getting out of their beds and stuff. And so we bought them these bed tents that go over there. Mm -hmm. They have twin beds that can also be bunk beds. And so um, one was like a cars theme and another was planes or whatever. And they love them, but then they wanted very quickly to transition into the bunk bed phase. And we thought we'd try that out. And that's working really well. So now we don't have a need for these bed tents. And they're like, they're only like six months. Like we, we use them for six mm-hmm. months, you know, and but we we kept the boxes. My husband just said to me yesterday, we need to get down those boxes and resell them. So look for that on the Close 5 app. Yes, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> no, and I think, I mean, and from a seller's perspective, for sure, but even from a buyer's perspective, it yeah. sort of makes you feel a little bit better about if you have concerns about was it taken care of when someone has the box um, and usually I mean you're still getting a deal getting it resale as opposed to buying it new and I think that's the balance between the sellers then trying to get as much money as they can for it and the buyers getting a deal Uh, but definitely I think the box and all the packaging would make me trust it more as a buyer and also you can oftentimes find replacement parts on the um, Mm -hmm. company's website so my daughter's easy bake oven I can't find the uh, pan, so you obviously can't bake without the little baking pan that only fits right into the. Yeah. Uh, but I went online and the that's available, so nice. I'm not sure what I'm going to do. Either replace it myself or just tell whoever buys it that they right. could find it for five bucks on EasyBakeOven.com or whatever. And, and we actually, uh, you know, those um, th- those mini cars, what are they? Those Power Wheels type cars mm-hmm. that are. Um, we saw one on. Um, we actually got one for free because the battery didn't work. I think we got another one for like 25 bucks because the battery was dead and the people just didn't want to deal with it. So we actually took it home. I think I spray painted it, put made it red because the kids <laughs> liked red. And the battery, I think, was like 50 bucks. But instead of spending like 350 bucks like the neighbor did, we spent about 50 or 75 bucks and our kids are zooming around wow. right, with right. their neighbor. That's I did funny. the same thing. I sold one for 25 bucks because I didn't the, yeah. there was a problem with the battery. I didn't know where it was or something <laughs> like you that. Wanna, and, and this guy yeah. wanted it. And so, yeah. 
Yeah, and so I think he it, got a great deal. <laughs> and to your point, then about also being looking into ordering parts, if you're willing to do a little bit of work on something, right, you, you can, can get a really get great deal. Yeah. yeah, I did do that. I had one of those five-in-one bassinets that was almost in brand new condition, except the battery compartment I had lost it or something like that. And so all I did was contact the company and. Because it was for the batteries, they sent it to me for free. It's a replacement part that they always want to make sure is with the bassinet. So they sent it to me for free. I put it in there and sold the bassinet for a great, great price. Nice. <laughs> nice. And I was going to say, even if you don't have the box, you can still get great resale value by cleaning it. Mm-hmm. People always have oh, garage sales yeah. or consignment sales and just throw it out there. And um, just even five minutes with some good soap and <laughs> cloth, you can get it looking like new and You're people right will pay that. really good price for it. And clothing should always be washed and, you know, on a hanger would be really mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. Yes. Um, but so as a buyer, look for the dirty stuff that's not on a hanger because <laughs> that's how you're going to get a good deal. <laughs> but you have to take on to fix it yourself. It's true. So. Exactly. <laughs> I don't usually have time for that, so I go um, for the clean things. <laughs> but so what about things like play pens or bassinets or cribs? My girlfriend is using the crib that was handed down to me, it had been recalled and she knew Mm. that. Yeah. Um, And she's used it for her two children. And my children were fine in it. Her children have been fine in it, but uh, it wasn't something that I sold. I just gave it to her. And of course you should never sell something that has knowingly been recalled. And if you're not sure when you're trying to sell something or if you're buying something, you can check out certain websites that will let you know if there's a recall. So for sure, you'll you actually never find any consignment or um, uh, swap meet type situation where they allow safe uh, safety seats to be sold because you really mm-hmm. don't know if that one's ever been in an accident. You can know if it's been recalled yeah. or not. Um, Isn't it? Is it against the law? I think it's against the law to. I think it is. To I think it is but people still try. A car seat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's really kind of awesome to be able to go on websites like safekids.org and just do a quick search to see if whatever it is that you're interested in buying or selling has been recalled. And what I like about this particular website is that they have a top seven recalls list. Mm. And so it's just showing you, uh, like I can see right now that there's from Ikea some chests and dressers. You know, it's funny, you might not think about children's furniture um, posing a safety hazard, but you know there are things that go wrong. So it is important when you're looking to buy or sell to make sure that yeah. you're doing what's safe. Another thing that I um I uh, I think might be a good idea is the rockers, like for the breastfeeding. Oh my the, goodness, those yes, those gliders, the yeah, rocker the gliders, gliders, rocker gliders. They yeah. are so expensive, and yes, it's great to you when you look at different resale sites, Close Five app. If you're going to um, a consignment shop, you'll see that those are the hot items the most expensive when we're talking before about what you might consider selling i think it's the expensive items that you don't want that clutter in your house any longer and you can really recoup some good money put it toward your future purchases yeah i do love that glider though my little one's three and i still love that glider (laughs) we actually still have christy i always joked that it was like the second most expensive chair we bought the first is the one that's in the minivan that's if you think about it you're sitting in that chair oh, a lot and you're oh, driving around it has a car right around it um and the bit those gliders but you're sitting in it a ton and it's totally worth it it is but that also makes me think that the minivan and the car is another thing that you can buy used as opposed oh, to buying it new definitely um, do people sell cars on close five yes they do do they really one of my favorite close five fans that i met couldn't wait to tell me that he'd bought this jeep that he always wanted since childhood he found it on Close Five oh, here in San awesome. Diego. Oh, my gosh. Had, oh it was funny. Me. It was amazing. 
So you can maybe get a used minivan on close by. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Dreams come true. Your, your next most expensive chair. Right. Um, yeah, exactly. All right. So we've talked a lot about close five, um, but um, and we and we mentioned consignment shops. I'm not that familiar with how those work. Do you you have some experience with those, Alicia? I not with shops, but with um, weekend sales. Okay. So what happens is they um, the, whoever's coordinating it rents a space. And you drop your items off. You tag your items. You hang them. You clean them. You get them all prepped for it. And you drop them off like, you know, a day before, two days before. And then they display everything. They have racks of clothes. They have the perimeter is books and toys and large items. You can sell anything uh, related to babies or children and children up to, I mean, teenagers. And um, some will also include maternity clothes and, you know, mom Mm -hmm. things. You can volunteer for shifts. So you get a percentage of your sales at the end. You can volunteer for shifts. If you volunteer, you get like an extra 5% for every shift you volunteer. And it's mostly um, running the registers, reorganizing the, the but products as a buyer, and things it's like good, that. It's good also to buy as buyers to go there because there's good deals. Well, that, yes, that's exactly yes. it. So as a seller, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you get you have that. And then um, they do lots and lots of marketing for it. And so thousands of people come to these sales. And sometimes they're at um, fairgrounds, like okay. the big buildings in a fairground. It's open. So there's military sales day there's new parent sale day there's volunteer sale times where you get an extra like 10 percent off whatever you're buying and everything's the more aggressively it's priced the faster it goes and so you can sell almost all of your uh, stock yeah. <laughs> very quickly That's great. and in the end whatever's left you have the option to donate and always goes to like a women's center yeah or you pick it up and sell it at the next one Nice. I know. I, I love those. And so across the country, there's different names in different cities. There's certain ones that are national franchises. Mm-hmm. But if you just Google consignment event, mm-hmm. almost every major city will have oh, one. Nice. I do have some experience with consignment shops, too. There's one down in San Diego that we go to. And the one thing that I've learned about that is usually those shops um, are looking for stuff very specific. So think about before you go to one, think about, you know, if you're trying to sell stuff, you know, bringing everything you need to sell might not be the best thing. A lot of times on their websites, they say what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. And it's usually very seasonal. Obviously, right now, Halloween, all that kind of stuff. Um, but this particular shop that we go to is great because we take our stuff and then they can either, you know, give you money back for what they want to sell in their store um, right there on the spot. Or you can offer store credit, which is what we do. We actually get much like much it's better a higher deal. It's a yeah. higher percentage. Oh, nice. And so we're, we always need shoes. <laughs> we always need stuff like that. And then my kids love it because they get to get so many different things that we wouldn't be able to get at the store simply because, you know, I, I feel like it's more that community like here. I, I need stuff and I'm going to give stuff away and it works out really well for us. So, um, so there is a list though as you're doing research of things that um, they're recommended that you don't buy that you don't buy used that you get new and there are things like car seats which we talked about um, I think mattresses I saw on the mm-hmm. list have you guys heard yeah. that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That you I, don't want to buy a used mattress. Yeah you don't want to buy a used mattress you want to make sure to get that new and I think again it's just knowing the history of it right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then cribs that's we talked about that a little bit Bottles and pacifiers. I've sold pacifiers, bottles. Of course, I don't think you'd. I've sold to. bottles. To bottles, people. yeah, yeah think, totally plastic bottles. Yeah, but that also might be the type of thing where you could, if you were skeeved out by the nipples, like uh-huh. you reusing the nipples, yeah, get more nipples, get mm-hmm. brand new nipples. Yeah. But see, I think we got some glass bottles. Mm. As a matter of fact, I think okay. it's more talking about like the nipples and mm-hmm. the pacifier stuff. Yeah. That they don't once you get it. We, um, so, so the swap meet. There's a swap, great swap meet here in San Diego that's focused just on parents. Um, and if if they have them in your city, by all means, that's another idea. Um, but also just regular swap meets have a lot of parent stuff. But we sell stuff as well as buy stuff there. And so at the last one, I think Christina was packing up and we had uh, 
with the little potty, like the portable. And I said, you know, I don't think anyone's going to want to buy a used <laughs> potty. So I feel like I'm kind of on the fence. I feel like the potty probably. That's I mean, the first thing that went when I went to the parent somebody bought me. That's the first thing. So that I guess went. people do buy them reused, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, what? What's worst? You know, I mean, the stuff that's going to go on there. I mean, it's all the same. It stuff. just goes back. It just goes back to properly preparing your items. That's how true. Clean, how clean was oh, that we potty? Oh, cleaned it. <laughs> I had the original <laughs> no, box. I had the original box. That's See? awesome. You know what? Yeah, that's. Yeah. That probably does. Come <laughs> um, another thing is we were talking, I was thinking that, you know, a really, where you really, I think, can also embrace the secondhandness is if you're talking about like your grandparents' house or your parents' house the, mm-hmm. for grandparents. If they're yeah, looking to, definitely. you know, have a car seat or get a high chair, for example, it's, it's that is a great crazy point. Yeah, yes. to buy a new high chair, but mm-hmm. you can get some great used high chairs. Mm-hmm. Totally. And and the different little extra saucers or the jumpies, the exactly. different things that will help keep the child entertained. Mm-hmm. That are also pretty expensive. Nice. Yes. That's why I never pass up hand-me-downs, ever. I, people will give me bags and bags of clothes. I just take it all, and I'll go through it. They want to give me an extra sauce. I already have one. That's fine. I have somewhere it can go just in case. Yeah. I never pass up anybody offering me hand-me-downs. All right. Well, um, unfortunately, we're out of time, but that was a great uh, conversation. Hopefully, there were a lot of useful tips. We'll post some links on the website um, and also to Close 5. Thanks so much, Jenny, Thank for joining you. us. Um, for more information or if you guys want to learn more, um, visit newmommymedia.com or go to the Parent Savers page. You can go to parentsavers.com. It'll take you straight to it. Um, we're going to continue the conversation really quickly, though, for members of our Parent Savers Club after the break uh, with a little bonus uh, conversation. Woo-woo. Um, for more information about <laughs> the Parent Savers Club and what we're talking about, um, go ahead and visit our website. Find out more information. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. So we have a question from one of our listeners, and this comes from Carly, and Carly writes, My daughter is two, turning three next month, and she wants to use the potty and does well when using the potty chair at home. But when we're out, she tends to have more accidents because she isn't telling us when she needs to go. She's also typically wearing pull-ups when we're out, just to simplify things. Any ideas on how we can make this transition easier so she doesn't have as many accidents when we're away from home? Hi, Carly. My name is Nancy Cohen, and I'm a child development and behavior specialist. Um, I've been working in San Diego for about 30 years, spent quite a long time at Rady Children's Hospital and Developmental Services, and also taught at the Children's School in La Jolla, where I was the director of the parent-toddler program. So I know lots about potty training, and hopefully I can help you with your daughter. Um, It's not unusual that children do better at home than they do out in the world with potty training because they're too interested in the world around them and and more reluctant to go to the bathroom and take time away from having fun. So when you're out, I think it's a great idea to still wear the pull-ups. It's a great idea. So if she does have accidents, it's easier to clean up. Um, But I also think that rather than waiting for her to tell you when she needs to go to the bathroom, it would be a good idea for you to tell her that you think it's a good time to use the toilet wherever you are. Say mommy's going to go to the potty, and that would be a good thing for you to do too. So you kind of anticipate and take her more frequently than she might need to go. 
so that you're reminding her as opposed to her reminding you. Um, then after a while, when she starts getting good at telling you as well, then you can try the underwear again um, so that she gets the idea that when she's in public, she needs to hold her urine and then go to the bathroom when you go with her. Does that make sense? Um, I know this is a hard time, but she'll get it. Good luck with all of this. Thank you. Bye. That wraps up our show for today. Thanks so much for joining us on Parent Savers. Don't forget to check out our sister shows, Preggy Pals for Expecting Parents, The Boob Group for Moms Who Breastfeed, Twin Talks for Parents of Multiples, and Newbies for those going through it all for the first time. This is Parent Savers, empowering new parents. This has been a new mommy media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of New Mommy Media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care, and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, Please seek assistance from a qualified healthcare provider. New Mommy Media is expanding our lineup of shows for new and expecting parents. If you have an idea for a new series, or if you're a business or organization interested in joining our network of shows through a co-branded podcast, visit newmommymedia.com. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply. Hey, mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.